Welcome once again to Game Week 30 of the Fantasy Football Surgery podcast, coming to you shortly after Arsenal have destroyed Hull City in the FA Cup. Goals there from Wally Walcott and Olivier Giroulander. Now, is, your, is the spleen of your team more fragile than the morning after a night out with Nolan and Carroll? If that's the case, let us fix you up. Coming back to you with our panel, first of all, United are back. They're on the march. It's the beard. Oh, Paul. All right, guys. Welcome back, sir. Now, somebody has been feeding Aguero the special sauce in the Manchester City canteen and cafeteria. I've got a feeling I know who it is. Welcome back, Mr. Parker. Hello, hello. Good evening. And leading in FPL community editing and general entrepreneurship and um, embossing us, it's the Iceman. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome back, sir. And one of the first pod members to hit 100 points uh, in a number of weeks... Uh, shockingly, we welcome back once again, two weeks in a row now, he's done well, it's the Woodman. Hello everybody, thanks Paul. Welcome back everyone. Now we are just leading into game week 30, so barely anybody playing this weekend, Arsenal and West Brom out of the equation after tonight. My first question to you guys though, and I'm going to come to the Iceman first on this, what sort of formations are your team shaping up with for game My... 30? Yeah, my formation at the moment, I've had three players are out for this week. Actually, no, four. So I've got a 4-3-3 at the moment. Solid back four, playing with wing-backs. What about you, Beard? How's it looking? Uh, at the moment, I've got ten playing. I've got four not, so got to make one transfer. Or I could just play with ten this game week. Would you say your philosophy around this game week is similar to your working philosophy? You, you work when you want, you'll play with ten when you want. Exactly. 10 can easily beat 11. <laughs> I love it. OK, and what about you, Parker, the man that uh, man to chase at the moment? I'm going for the classic 4-3-3. Yeah, purely necessity. I had a nice little sub lined up, but Dawson's game week got taken away. So, yeah, down to 11. Who's in instead of him? Um, I have made my sub already. <laughs> and yeah. who is uh, Lloyd? Lloyd, what have you done? What change have you made? Yeah, come up very early in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Much earlier than I was hoping for. <laughs> I have to say, the, uh, the rivalry with, between you two is hitting boiling point now. So, are you willing to give that information up yet? Uh, yeah, I brought in Robert Hoof. Oh, wow. Fair yeah. enough. So, you've blocked my Fuchs. After. Absolutely. You're absolutely right there. <laughs> Do you know what I've done there? <laughs> <laughs> Playing just, to keep his position. Well, I will bring in Hoof as well. <laughs> <laughs> Brookie's going to go Fuchs for Hoof this week. Sensible use of a sub. Which one do you think is, is the bigger threat? Because Hooth had a, a chance from a corner at the weekend, which I was incredibly frustrated with. And then Fuchs does like to get forward as well. Who do you think potentially scores higher? Open well, question. Hooth is higher scoring, but uh, it's pretty even between both of them. Yeah, Fuchs takes uh, corners, so he's got a better chance than that. And he does like to whip a ball in, but Hooth obviously in the, uh, in the area. The headers, so I, I know Fuchs has gone up. Fit, what, what's the price difference between the two? So who's 4.8 million, mate? Which I think is cheaper than your Fuchs. Yeah, so I've gone Fuchs, you've gone Hoof, but <coughs> would any of you consider doubling up on Leicester defence? Well, I've gone Schmeichel in goal, only because I needed to because the hail was out. I wouldn't put in another one because you never know when Leicester's going to fall. Although the one I would add to that, um, not quite as fashionable, but in total points, only about. 15 behind those top two. Morgan, 4.3 million. Will play every week. Decent price. Very decent. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think you've seen Leicester. They've, they've tightened up, haven't they, the last few game weeks, I think. Kept, so. kept two clean sheets in, out of their last five fixtures. So, yeah, you, you might see Leicester attack, 
uh, attacking returns and maybe trying to keep it tight in the back. Yeah, I agree with that. It's not a bad shout. Well, um, just coming away from the fierce rivalry of the beard versus ears, I'm going to come to Woodsy to see what he's got on paper. And if, I've got to say, if this is anything less than a West Ham fan leading into game week 30 with a 4-4-2, I'll be extremely disappointed. What have you got on the card, sir? Uh, very similar to the others, mate. A 4-3-3. Gutted. Yeah, uh, and... Uh, Although I have 12 players that are due to play, two of them are doubt for starting in uh, Matty Target and Zabaleta. So I could be stitched up uh, and and end up having a 10. Well, there's probably a man uh, within the podcast who can give us a bit of an insight into that. One team that he works for, one that he supported all of his life from the age of 10 when he was a United fan, but we don't talk about that. Parker, can you give us any insight into those two players? No. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, great. Right, let's move on. Um, yeah, Target is a real rotation risk, and Zabaleta is also a real rotation risk. <laughs> is there any method in his rotation, or is it just completely random? Um, no, they're both kind of high... Well, Zabaleta is a high-risk injury, because he's hasn't really had a season or a pre-season. He keeps getting little niggles along the season, so the worry with Zabaleta is, is that if he plays too many games back-to-back, then he's going to pick up another injury. And is Bakary strong enough at right-back? Don't know, really. Unconvincing, I think. Interesting. So, dilemma there for uh, for Woodsy. So, basically, Zabaleta's got a gammy leg, is what you're saying. Yeah. And I think for Woods, it's worth trying to get... If he's going to have a City player, it's trying to get someone more solid than a Zabaleta. Yeah. Is it, the one thing you'd say about the, the City team this year I think for the first time you would say probably their back four is a bit more unpredictable than going forward I'm happy to be challenged on that but actually I, I look at that back four and I never know you know left back you never know if it's Kolarov or Clichy right back Sagner was there for most of the season then Zabaleta came back favour because he's club captain uh, or certainly within one of the senior players in the team and then the the, the, the mid uh, two or three centre backs you never know when, which of them are going to be fit for a consistent amount of time it's a bit like Spurs as well, really. I mean, you look at them rotating Rose and uh, Trippier and who is it? Who's right back? Walker. Walker. Uh, ben, Walker. ben Davis as well, isn't it? Yeah, Ben Davis, yeah. Ben like, Davis is left they're, back. They're, ros- they're rotated like nearly every week, those four. Gonna win. Yeah, I, I, over the last couple of game weeks, I've noticed a lot of rotation, not just in defence as well. You've got, uh, for example... Uh, Hughes at Stoke, he started Juve this weekend in front of Bojan and Walters. And Hiddink as well, he's not afraid to start Torore, is he, in front of Costa. So I think you do need to be careful who you're putting in your squads due to the rotation. But you look at Leicester, they're the least rotated squad and they're top at the moment. And Man United, I believe, have played the most players this season, so they've been rotated all over the place, mainly due to injury. And obviously they're not doing too great. What's this I read Arsenal fans thinking Leicester have been doping? (laughs) Really? Oh, wow. (laughs) Where did you read this? Well, you see um, our man Kante in the middle, he had a hamstring injury, and they were saying that they've never seen someone recover from a hamstring so quickly. Yeah, at the Emirates, we've never seen someone recover from a hamstring (laughs) Yeah, that really is bitter lemons. It? it is, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> That's quoted from you, that Jim. I heard you say it last <laughs> week. Yeah, really. Oh, I, don't, okay. I don't think he was back in the team very, very quickly. It's true. 
And uh, and just in terms of Onkante, because we, we mentioned him earlier before the pod, and I think we were saying not a great shout, but actually he's five million and he has scored um, over 80 points this season. So I'm not saying he's one just to go to, but actually as defensive midfielder goes, he's he's popped up with the goods every now and again. So we've got, um, <clears throat> sounds like 4-3-3 is the way to go for most of us this week. Um, let's review the past week then and our point scores. Coming to you first, Iceman, how did you get on? Um, I thought I did actually pretty well this week, but then I looked at your scores. Uh, well, I looked at John's and Lloyd's scores, and then I realised that it wasn't so good. No. I did hit 81 with a minus four, captaining Guerrero as normal. Had Pyatt, Sigurdsson, Williams, Olderworld came in for me, even though I benched him. Got lucky with that. Uh, but yeah, had had a couple of twos all over the place with Ericsson, Ozil, Vardy and De Gea. But yeah, w- I brought in Williams and Sigurdsson this week, so they did me good with a 9 and 10 respectively. So not too bad. Overall I went up, but in our Fancy Football Podcast League I went down. Hmm. Okay, and what about the beard? How'd you get on? Uh, yeah, well I was relatively happy with my game week. Looking at it now, it's probably easier to tell you who failed from my team um oh, i had okay. i had spender wow. got me a two and vardy up front also got me a two i was yet again punished for benching antonio uh, so never I didn't get those... bench antonio mate. i know mate i didn't get those points um bit, that has cost you somewhat because um that would have been a big opportunity to make some inroads on parker because he ended up one point above you this week I believe unless he took a hit that I'm not aware of no you yeah. are correct there was one point in it between me and him so yeah I had I brought I had two transfers so I brought in Fabianski for my injured check which he got me an eight and I also ditched Barkley for Sigerson so that them two swans they got me a combined score of 18 three at back Daniels Toby and Fuchs all got me returns in the middle I had Deli Ali and Pyatt and I obviously captained Aguero and Kane also scoring me some points. So overall, happy with my 88, but no ground made on Mr. Parker. So that was disappointing. Although in, just in terms of our personal mini league, you have uh, opened up a nice little gap over third place, haven't you? Yeah, is that, is that Trev or is that Barrett now? Yeah, it's, no, it's 20, 27 points you've got there. Y- yeah, it's good. I've got um, JT looking over his shoulder rather than in front of him. So it's just a two horse race. <laughs> it's here first two horse race um happy for you to reply to that trev if you're listening um what about you the man on top parker yeah similar to brookie actually is only had two fails that was one of my subs in was pele <laughs> parker what on earth were you doing in bringing pele in the player that hasn't scored over two points in 21 game weeks Geez, that sounds like you prepped that, Stuart. That's pretty funny. <laughs> it was game. It was game week eight, mate, when he last scored over two points. I have prepped that because I saw the decision and thought, what on earth is he doing? Um, I thought they're going to play Sunderland at home. He's going to play ninety minutes. The reason he hasn't scored points is because Shane Long's been playing up front, and then Charlie Austin came in, so he's been coming on a sub and serve Palace. So the reason I put him in was both of them are now injured. He's going to play up front ninety minutes against Sunderland. He's not blanking this game week, so again, he's not a bad person to bring in. So that was my justification. Was this game the first game that he's been back since injury? No, he's been back for a while, but just Shane Long and Charlie Austin have kept him out of the team. Oh, right, because I was at St Mary's watching the game and it looked like he'd just come back from injury. Oh, really? Yeah. Thanks for that, yeah. How did you get on this? Lloyd, the the position you're in, I mean, is that a risk worth taking? Do you know what I mean? It's... I mean, I don't mind, personally. I mean, crack on, mate. Keep putting them in. Put Manny in as well. (laughs) 
put who in? Put Manny in. Fuck it, why not? <laughs> um, if you could not swear again, please, mate. That kind of I, I do apologise. Hurt my ears a little bit. <laughs> do you kiss your mother with that mouth? Exactly. God, were you born in a barn? Anyway. If you could find my lips through my massive beard. <laughs> <laughs> um, mate, the other option I was going to bring in was Vardy, but he also blanked, so I didn't lose out anything. Yeah, and I've got him, so I'm surprised you didn't bring him in, actually. Well, mate. We did do a Twitter poll last week on who will prevail at the end of the season, and it did go in Beard's favour, otherwise I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> but there were only 14 votes. <laughs> <laughs> they all count, mate. <laughs> Pretty much reflect our listener base. <laughs> <laughs> thanks uh, thanks for that, Parker. Woodsy, how did you get on last game week? Well, I think Parker was just about to come at, back at me with uh, some poor banter and say, well, how did you get on this game week? Well, I actually scored 106 points, Lloyd, so that would work most other weeks, but not this oh, game. Oh, well done. How, so how, where how are you now in the league? You Well, yeah, I'm still right down the bottom. Well, but... exactly. Well, did you talk to us about the role of Aguero as triple captain and your kind of highs and lows from the weekend of that? Well, I mentioned last week about the decision between waiting for the double game week um, to triple captain Kuhn or go for one of his next two fixtures, um, that being his home fixture to Villa or away to Norwich. Um, so I took a punt and went for the home fixture against Villa. I mean, Villa are relegated. They look crap. So I thought they would assist him. And it was bittersweet, really, because he could have had an extra two goals. He hit the crossbar pretty early on and then missed the penalty. Um, so it was bittersweet. Um, but he still got me 33 points from the triple captaincy. So it's a, it's a great score for me, Stu. I must admit, I won't take that away from you. But me and Lloyd both scoring high 80s. I can't help that. I'd rather have my score and have my chip in my back pocket. To be honest, I, I know, mate. When when I looked at your scores and I thought, well, I've used my triple captain and really I've only gained what 15 odd points on the leaders. But I, to be honest, mate, I'm not looking at the top of the table now. I'm well out of it. I just want to beat. It's Jura true. I mean, you look. You look at the what was the average game week? Was it 54, 53? 53. Yeah, there you go. It's quite low. So you have gone. I've, yeah, I've jumped right up in the ranking, so I've, it wasn't I've, I've doubled it. I've doubled, I've doubled the average, and it's propelled me up all my leagues. It put me above Bullard and Jury, so I'm quite happy with that. So yeah, it was, it was a good week. And uh, Charlie Daniels, how awesome is he? Picking up points. Last four four weeks, he's picked up massive amounts of points, even though they've conceded. So that was decent. Um, and Adrian's save as well, the penalty save, even though he conceded two goals, got me nine points. Uh, and I also brought in Yaya, who collected ten as well. And, of course, I was not silly enough to bench Antonio and went with the West Ham double. So I stuck Vardy on my bench and stuck Mares in, which paid off, and went with the West Ham double with Antonio and Payet. Nice score there, Woodsy. And actually, 126 was the highest in uh, FPL fantasy football over the last few weeks, So, um, well, after this week. So a decent score for you there, sir. Um, my team, I came with a whopping 78 points of the four-point hit, so it sounds like I am very much the GOAT on the podcast this week. Um, a couple of players I've called recently actually scored well. I've put in David Silva and Robert Hooth. I also put in Joe Hart as well to think about those games against Villa and Norwich coming up, and I think Hart's probably a safe bet in goal for the rest of the season. The place where I really lost out, I had Diego Costa up front. And I got a nice little surprise on a Saturday morning when he uh, decided, well, when, when uh, Hiddink decided not to play him. So that was Pete, wonderful. Pete, 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 sorry, that wasn't a surprise, mate. I did pre-warn you. 
when I lost. He did. He actually did. <laughs> I did pre-warn you, mate, so no surprises there. No. Well, what you won't be surprised to know is that I probably wasn't listening, so uh, <laughs> that's, that's where that went. <laughs> that's no reflection on you, Brookie. That's my uh, lack of concentration. And that's so. where, you, you know, where you are in the league. That's, that's why I am where I am, absolutely. I've, uh, so you can hear you from all the way up the top of the league, Brookie. You need to shout down louder. Can we oh, we'll put a little poll time. out about which is the worst person to bring in, Costa or Pella? Costa was already got there. Me three points. Well, mate, actually, Deli Ali came off the bench and got me five as a, as a substitution for him. So, um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's <laughs> kept me above, above jury. So there we go. A wonderful week how, was had. How far are you above me now? Three points. Sounds like jury's catching a real big loser this week. Sorry, Lloyd. I said, it sounds like jury's a really big loser this week. No, no, sorry, I actually gained on Pete this week. Oh, did you? Yeah, by three. Oof. So... Next week, I'll be going above them. <laughs> By one point. Pretty confident on that. Pretty confident. Okay, and uh, after all that, let's see how things are lying in our Fancy Football Surgery Podcast mini-league. Parker? Um, some breaking news in the mini-league. Um, one of the surgeons <laughs> now in the top ten. So, uh, if, you had, well if you had your own trumpet, would you be blowing it at the moment? I absolutely would. Excellent. And I'd enjoy blowing it a lot. Nobody else would blow your trumpet. We no, because I'm too busy doing this. Um, anyway, because <laughs> you put so much prep into this, if I so hard to pronounce yeah. names, it takes him all week to learn it. Um, anyway, in number ten is hung like a bony. It's Lloyd Parker. In ninth is Donald Evans. Eighth is Deep Bishwal. <laughs> oh dear! Oh, we go. Right. And that prep hasn't gone down very well. Um, in seven is Marlon Ratner. Six is Mike Hutchins. Five is Michael Barthurst. Four is Nate or Nat Thomas. Three is Robert Fry. Two is our very best friend. Sounds like a curry, Richard Kosmala. And one still top of the tree is Tom Irving. Tom yeah. Irving with some particularly good banter on Twitter this week as well. Lovely shout out to the Cookie Monster. Absolutely. Cookie. And also breaking the second piece of breaking news is we've hit exactly nope, maybe even more. We've hit over a hundred people in our league now. So thanks very much for everyone to join. We're now on hundred and six, so good times. And uh, did you see who scored highest in the uh, in the league this week? I think it's um a bunch of punts, unfortunately. Just Thank by you. four points. Thank you very much. Closely followed by um, Hakan Noor, and his, his name is Sonny, his uh, football team name. So, yeah, he got 102 points. So, well done to Hakan. Sunshine! <laughs> uh, I've just got to say, I've just found, um, last week we gave a shout-out to some brilliant names. I've just found another one. Harry Wall has come up with an absolute beauty here. Hakuna One Mata. Oh, nice. <laughs> that yeah, is wonderful. <laughs> well done to you, sir. Shout-out there. Thanks for that, Parker. Let's think about the next game week moving forward. We've already sort of um, discussed a few shouts for game week 30. Okay, so let's move on to panels picks. Woodsy, who have you got in mind this week? Well, eyeing up the performers of game week 29 and bearing in mind game week uh, 30's lack of teams playing, I think any Spurs player or City player is definitely advisable. Obviously, Kuhn hitting form. I know he's against lesser championship uh, opposition in Villa, but... uh, up against similar opposition in Norwich um, in game week 30. And Harry Kane as well, scoring that fantastic goal as well, looking pretty decent. So um, I'm backing any Spurs player or any City player, mate, to be honest, for game week 30. 
That's a good panels pick, mate. Only 22 to pick from. <laughs> exactly. So any anyone, get them in. Okay, what about you, Parker? Who have you got in mind? Um, yeah, I think obvious choices would be a City player for me. Looked decent against a really poor Villa, but Norwich look equally as flaky. Even at home, they look like they're going to concede a lot of goals. So um, for me, it's got to be Kuhn or, again, same as last week for me, Silva. I think he, he's going to pull the strings in that number 10 role, so... City's away form isn't brilliant, is it? It's not, but... Norwich, Norwich's home form is even worse, mate. They, they can see the goal at home. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking it could be like a 3-3 draw, that one. I mean, City might even lose 4-3, but I think City will score goals. It'd be a repeat of the Liverpool fixture, then. Yeah. And actually, we're thinking about the longevity of that pick as well. Who's City got next after that? United. Yeah, United. Man United at home. So, I mean, anything could happen in that game. And then they've got Bournemouth away. And West Brom. So worth stocking up on City players now. Well, I'm going to throw one into the pot. Mine would be Harry Kane. He's got Villa. He's got Bournemouth for his next two games. Tottenham still looking good. A decent goal against Arsenal at the weekend. It's a shame as I am to uh, to admit it, but I still think he's a good shout, Harry, for the rest of the season. What about you, Iceman? Uh, yeah, I've gone for another City player. It would be Yaya Toure. Woodsy put him in last week, so he's obviously benefiting from the 10 points he got. Been playing Villa, playing a, a basic 4-4-2, a Mike Bassett style. And he's owned by 13.2. He's already risen to 88.8 already, so I can see him rising some more. And he's also got a guaranteed double game week soon, because City, they're running... It looks pretty good. I mean, they have got Norwich next. They've shipped 12 goals at Carroll Road in the last four game weeks. So, yeah, obviously everyone's looking at them. We can see a lot of points here. And even though Parker baked Yaya's birthday cake for him last year, I'm sure he did, uh, I can see him leaving at the end of the season and just wants to show the potential managers that he can still cut it in the big time. So he still wants to go his last year at City playing well. Lazy. Very lazy. Beard, to save this becoming the uh, fantasy football Manchester City podcast, have you got anyone different from Sky Blue? There are a couple of players I was looking at, similar to yourself and Stuart actually I'm actually at the moment I'm picking my players on whoever is playing Villa or Newcastle so that is our man Ari and Vardy uh, for this week Spurs go to Villa Park and Villa's defence is dire I think they've conceded 15 in four game weeks and that's six more than any other side and, and Villa have also they've allowed their opponents 14 big chances during that period so I think if Spurs do pick up an early goal in that game I think you'll see Villa crumble. It could be anything. It could be anything. But also, so Ari's probably my main man, but also I'm not ignoring Vardy. I've, I watched him against Watford. I know last couple of game weeks he scored a total of two, but he did look hungry and he was still creating the opportunities and getting in the right areas, so just not converting. But it obviously his home form, we all know, and I could, you know, I could easily see a d- double digit haul from him this week. At the other end of the pitch... We've talked about Leicester already. You, you shouted Wijnaldum last week as a good one for the next few game weeks. Do you stand by that now? Uh, well, Is he going to take, take my hook points? That's what I want to know. Well, I will say the check injury. You know, At the time, I didn't agree with it, but it might have been a blessing in disguise, obviously, because it stopped me from bringing in Wijnaldum. But they, not necessarily this game week, but they've played Sunderland at home, and that's a massive game but at the moment going by form I could see Sunderland getting a result from that so possibly I that that um, that pick died on the table mate so I'd fucking leave that alone excuse me <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so uh, what about in terms of differentials then, lads? So we've got the fairly obvious ones, Man City. Um, I'm hoping not for another round of Man City players, but let's see what comes out. I'm going to come to the Iceman first this time. Who's your differential? I've, yeah, I've gone for one of Brookie's team with Eric Lamella. Yeah. He's only 0.9% of managers own him. And you've got your obvi- obvious picks from Tottenham with the likes of Ali, Eriksen, Kane. And I can't help think uh, some people are overlooking Lamella. He doesn't half put a shift in. And he's bagged his second assist in four outings well, in the last game. He is a differential to gain on your mini-league. I think he has got a quality there. I mean, do you remember the Rabona he scored? I was just going to uh, say the same thing. Worth watching yeah. on uh, on YouTube if you haven't. Yeah, and when he scores, he, he does score high. He got He's hit 12 points this season. So, yeah, he's a differential to put out there. OK, what about you, Woodsy? Differentials? I like your justification to begin oh. with. Sorry, Lloyd. I was going to say I liked. I was going to say I liked uh, James's reasoning, but his beginning reasoning of uh, he does put a good shift in. Bloody good! He's a good runner, effectively. Yeah, no minutes for that. <laughs> Almost points. Almost yeah. points. Nearly points. Running points. <laughs> what about you, Parker? Then, as you've piped up, who have you got in mind? Um, it's quite funny this one, considering the mocking I've taken. I've gone for Graziano Pella. Oh wow! Oh. <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast. Thank you, everyone. If you can Please claim no. nothing else, it Please. is a differential. No, mate. No. Yeah. By He's... pure definition, absolutely. To explain how is it going to help the listeners? Explain to us that. Owned only by Lloyd. Seven. <laughs> Endorsed by Lloyd. Seven point eight million. Got Stoke at home. Uh, sorry, Stoke away. Liverpool, Leicester. Um, Liverpool have got a lot of fixtures coming up. Um, they're playing Man United on Thursday, and then they'll play them again in two weeks' time. So Liverpool got an awful lot of fixtures. There's always games between us and Liverpool. Uh, they've also got Leicester, Newcastle, and Villa coming up in the next couple of weeks. So there's lots of terrible teams that Saints are coming up against. Uh, I think Long, Long and Austin are injured for at least three or four weeks, so he's guaranteed to play 90 minutes and. As we said, there's a lot of rotation happening at the moment, so he's kind of a guaranteed man that he's going to be playing all the time. So, for me, yeah, if, he's a big differential. If he hit the form which he was at the beginning of the season, he was hitting like nines, thirteens, eight. And that's the thing. He was, he was doing right, wasn't he? When he so, plays, everything does go through Pelé. The long ball goes yeah. up to him, the crosses come into him, um, and he creates knockdowns and scores goals. So, for me, he is a danger and, and can get big points in. He was also playing well for Italy as well, wasn't he? Exactly, so, yeah. It's definitely, but it is all about form, and he is literally just got back in, hasn't he? So After, <laughs> maybe he needs a couple yeah, of games. Complete rubbish. Yeah, I really want to sneeze to come on yeah. now. I, I was I was there at St Mary's, and yes, he won a couple of aerial balls. I hope next week. Up to him, and... He took it down, but he didn't look like shooting. He didn't look dangerous at all. When he tried to turn and shoot, he lost the ball instantly. He was utter crap, mate. Okay. <laughs> Is that we'll it? See. We'll see you this weekend, won't we? Oh, well, okay. I was expecting a little bit more of that, of a, of a return, but... I'm going to triple captain him this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking this may be bait for you. Um, maybe to st- stave you off. What are your thoughts? Okay, ball right. I, I was looking at the at the Bournemouth theme. Uh, you've got uh, he's come back on the radar. He's only four point three million, owned by point two percent, and that's Joshua King. Is that because he's oh. actually United? I didn't actually know that. <laughs> I feel ashamed <laughs> that I didn't know that. But I um, you check that stat whilst the beer's talking. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, how he's he plays um, Matt Ritchie on the right and 
Max Gradle. Obviously, James has t- spoke about him previously on the left. Uh, so that allows King to tuck in behind that lone striker in Afobi. They've got Swansea at home next, and they've got a couple of tricky fixtures after that in City and Spurs to follow. But I think they play City at home, so they could easily turn that on with City's shocking away form. And I think they've got Villa coming up as well in the diary. So at 4.3 million, you know, as a fifth midfielder, you can't really go wrong. I, I, I can confirm he did play for United. Well, there you go. 2009 to 2013, he, he appeared no times and he scored no goals. And became a household name. <laughs> <laughs> good, good finish last weekend as well. Again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Under the sea. We do need to get Lloyd some armbands. <laughs> <laughs> and a snorkel. And a note. Did you realise that Harry Kane used to play for Arsenal? Harry is a gunner. Harry is a gunner, yeah, I didn't realise that. Definitely is. Is that another one of Wenger's failures, is it? Yeah. Let him let him go because he was too small, apparently. Apparently, Max Gradle played for Arsenal at some point as well. Very quick. Where are we at? <laughs> You've, uh, Beer's just giving his, his opinion on Josh King. I've done it. Oh, he was my differential. Fine. Right, that's it. Okay, well, I'm going to come in with mine now then. I, I've, I've gone something a little bit different this week. I've gone for who I think is probably one of the most underrated but best defenders in the Premier League, and that is Williams of Swansea. 320k, own him. He's got Bournemouth in the game week 30. Following that, he then has... Uh, Aston Villa so I think there's a chance of one or two cleanies there he's also a threat from corners as well I don't think he's like I said 320,000 not massively owned but very very solid as a defender goes and still not too pricey good shout uh, have you put him in Paul because he's in my team I don't want you to match me like uh, Lloyd is with... oh, alright well I'll, I'll pop him in before the weekend's out don't worry <laughs> about that and uh, what about Woodsy well I was going to highlight Rondon and not in jest this week. But seeing as Arsenal absolutely thrashed Hull, that fixture is going to be cancelled now in game week first, yeah. isn't it? So West Brom won't be playing. So I'll save that for next week. So I've gone with one of Parker's favourites, and I think somebody that Brookie mentioned a few game weeks ago, Virgil van Dijk. So they're facing Stoke this weekend, and obviously since the return of Foster or Forster, or however you pronounce his name. It's Forrester. Forrester, thank you. It's Forrester. Uh, God. <laughs> since the return of Forrester, uh, oh, God. it looked very, very solid. Um, obviously, they held Sunderland at bay until the last moments of the game in game week 29. And Virgil wins everything. So he's a massive part in keeping clean sheets and actually looks really decent uh, as an aerial threat, striking-wise as well, scoring three goals this season. Stoke aren't as solid as what they have been uh, either. I know Butland went through a, a good run of keeping clean sheets and building a lot of points. I think that was with Shawcross and the team, wasn't it? Yeah, I know we've spoken about it previously, haven't we, about the lack of Shawcross really affects their ability to keep clean sheets and look solid at the back. And yeah. kept one clean sheet out of their last five fixtures. Um, so uh, uh, from the news I've seen, that he is going to miss out this weekend as well. So, yeah, good shout. I like it, Stu. Well, it's, it's tough, isn't it, this game? It was only limited fixtures. And without being obvious and going for City or... Or Spurs players, which are a given. It's hard to find um, different people to bring in. But if you're going to bring in a Saints player, it's got to be Virgil, I think. So don't listen to that Pella nonsense. Okay, well, that rounds out our differentials. Now I'm going to move on to, again, the most legitimate part of the podcast it's the Captain's Choice. (laughs) 
Right. <laughs> so, um, I think for the first time last game week, most of you went with your, your choice of Aguero. Did anybody go different to that? Tumbleweed. Perfect. Okay, so actually for once there was some truth. However, I'm, I'm thinking we're going to be back to mind games again. I'm going to come to you first, Parker. Who is going to be your captain in game week 30? Um, at the moment, it's on Aguero. Right, OK. Well, um, I can see where this is going. Let's just move on to price rises. <laughs> no, come on, come on. But I'm very tempted with Mara's as well, home against Newcastle. I, I don't, didn't really used to believe in it. Brookie's kind of like brainwashed me into not liking playing someone in the first early game week game. So... <laughs> Like Whoa. Aguero, I want to play, but Brookie's kind of playing with my mind on that one. Yeah, so. I'm I'm benching Aguero this week. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you might be. Cue clown music. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Aguero, but very very tempted of Mara's. Okay, if you're going to hang your hat on one right now for the listeners, at the moment right now it's on Aguero. On Aguero. Okay. Um, let's come to your direct rival, the Beard. Yep. Uh, is, is it on not, Sigurdsson? Just copy Lloyd. <laughs> well, uh, City of that lunchtime kickoff, so I won't be a captain Aguero this week. I obviously, I think Leicester are the last game of the game week. On the, they play on the fourteenth, yeah. so I'm quite tempted to put it on Vardy. But at the moment, it's on our man Harry. You think you think Harry against Villa is going to be more fruitful than City at Norwich? Yes, I do. I do. I think Norwich can they can tighten up, and I don't like City's away form. And that early kickoff's just. A big no, but obviously Thursday Tottenham do play Dortmund. I'm not sure if it's home or away, but that creeps into my mind as well. So, but it know. is Villa, isn't it? It is Villa, and if Spurs do get that early goal, like I mentioned, it could be anything. There's a lot of choices this week. There are a crazy amount of choices. Glad you mentioned that, Ice Man. Who's yours? <laughs> well, at the moment, <laughs> at the moment, it's on Ericsson because he is going to be one of those differential captains. But if I was going to cheap out. And play safe. I might go Vardy at home. Is Vardy, Vardy's in your team now? Yeah, I won't be captain Vardy if James is going Vardy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not. I'm not Scott Eastman, the, the bogey captain. This is a man in the league that tends to uh, curse whoever he captains. Hello to you, Mister East. Actually, no. Who am I kidding? He's not listening to this. He's not listening. No. Woodsy, who's your captain? And like the Ice Man said, there's so many different options this game week. Um, and seeing as there's going to be a little mini league created between yourself, me and the Iceman, uh, I'm going to play mind games as well. I'm going to go with Charlie Daniels at home to Swansea. Bullshit. <laughs> if, if you can give us a reasonable justification as to why, and there are options, then we'll, I'll give you that. He's just very good going forward, and it's a differential. Looking for a bit he is more. The new, um, <laughs> he, is, he is the new Leighton Baines, I'll give you that. He is, the, he is definitely the new gains, isn't he? Okay. Well, I might as well add mine to the pot as we've got this lower league um, situation going on. I really like the look of Houlihan at Norwich. I think he gets on the ball. <laughs> he, creates, <laughs> he creates, he scores. He is the, the complete attacking midfielder. Um, but he's not in my team and I can't pick him. So on that basis, I'm actually with the beard on this one. I'm looking at Kane against Villa. I just think that uh, Norwich have a better chance of shutting out City than Villa do anybody in professional football at the moment. So I'm going to hang my hat on Harry. I'll change to Harry as well then. <laughs> yeah, would you for Harry? No, Daniel. <laughs> I can't give it to Harry, not with him wearing a mask with his number written on it. Yeah, I'm, I might that's, triple that's captain him actually. <laughs> <laughs> his face mask. Yeah, he's put his number on it. Ridiculous. What a helmet. 
<laughs> it's like they have multiple masks or have numbers on No, I don't think so. Right, well, just to round out this section, just whilst we're uh, playing mind games, I'm actually going to play my bench boost this weekend as well. So um, think about that, lads. <laughs> <laughs> how many how many chips have you used, Billy? You got no, no, no. how many have I used? Uh, two, two. I've only used my all-out attack so far, and it was an all-out fail by all accounts. So you've, you've wild carded, though, have you not? Yes, I have, mate. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Stu, have you wild carded? Yeah, mate. I've got nothing left. I've spunked my wild cards, all of my chips. There's nothing. <laughs> so, so, so just for the listeners, we're actually doing a little mini league between us three, and whoever loses has to choose the. What are we doing? The promoted goalkeeper from the playoff rounds? Are we doing? Maybe, that? maybe we should poll it. What? What? I mean, I, I'm happy to for any position. Maybe we should poll that. You know, the the question should yeah. be which position should the uh, losing manager be forced to go with for the first month of next season? Yeah. I do. Yeah. While you raise it, Iceman, I do just want to check with you. What have you got left? Have you got? No, 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 no. Are we doing this or not? Well, yeah, we, we can do. I'm entirely up for we're it. We're doing this. <laughs> okay, if we're doing it, then yeah, I've got um, bench boost, triple captain, and my wild card. And, and you realise they don't carry over to next season, yeah? Oh yeah, I realise that. Man. Okay, that's good. Head, right. nice. Okay. <laughs> just checking. No, be scared. And this is what uh, relegation pressure does to, to good friends. It really does tear us apart. Friends. Sorry, uh, consigliaries. So that brings us to the end of oh, the God, captain's man. round. As genuine as ever. And interestingly, the bottom dwellers getting involved there rather than the top two getting a few minutes respite. Um, I'm just going to whiz us <laughs> through a couple of price rises. Your main man this week is, of course, the new Leighton Baines, Charlie Daniels. Still only £4.9 million owned by 429 FPL managers, and he's gone up around 12,000 owners today. I still sense he will rise to the end of the season, a cheap defender that's scoring highly on a regular basis. Um, your other high riser for this week is Ari Kane. He's already gone up one this week, so in terms of making profit, probably not a lot to be made unless he notches at the weekend. Owned by 1.4 million managers, uh, like I said, 8,000 have put him in today, so high rise on him. Um, I'm actually going to shout out Van Dyck of Southampton as well. Third highest riser, uh, nearly 6,000 managers have put him in today, only 300,000 ownership. Has gone up once this week already, but again, uh, Saints keep a clean sheet and you could see him becoming a bit of a staple as a higher cost defender in teams. And this brings us to the Iceman's quiz. Okay, cheers, Paul. After last week's debacle regarding if Barry has played every game this season and the Fancy Football website let me down, I'm sticking with Opta stats this week. Hey, whoa, 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 so, whoa, 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it let you down, did it? <laughs> it let me down. Are you sure oh. you just didn't read the information incorrectly? <laughs> James, just let it go, mate. Let it go. It's Def- gone. Definitely wrong. I think you've had an email from the Fancy uh, Football website, haven't you, confirming that it was, in fact, your mistake, sir? Yeah, I was just going to get onto that. I, I did send an email to the Fancy Football website, who later proved me wrong, and I ended up kind of hearing this in the, in the back of my uh, my head. And then I moved on. So, yeah, for any new listeners, we've... No, 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 you, you have not moved on. <laughs> <laughs> so, for any new listeners, we've actually put in a forfeit for the end of the season overall loser. 
So this will be Katamo or one of the holding midfielders to start in their team for the first month of the season. So it's it's, get, it's hotting up now. And Stu came back last week with a vengeance. With he's notched his third win. Bully still on two. Beard, although coming close last week, is still on one. And big time Charlie Parker. What you on, Lloyd? Sweet mother of zero. <laughs> 11 weeks ago though, mate, so don't worry. Okay, last week I actually started with a hard question, so this week I'm going to start with an easier one, due to the amount of red cards we actually saw this weekend, which was six, believe it or not. Which team has had the most red cards so far this season? And the options are Everton, Arsenal, Chelsea, Newcastle, Southampton, Stoke and West Ham. And Bully, we come to you first. I'm going to say Southamptonshire. Okay, and Beard? Arsenal. And Lloyd? West Ham. And Woodsy? Um, Southampton. I'm going to say Victor has contributed to that massively. Yeah, yes. And, yeah, you're, you're correct. It is Southampton. Arsenal actually second. Uh, joint, joint second with Chelsea and Newcastle. Uh, surprised you didn't know that, Lloydie. How many if we had three? Well, that's the next question. Oh, <laughs> nice try, Lloyd. Nice try. <laughs> yeah, you've had more than that. <laughs> or have you? Are they on? Bully. I think they're on five. Okay, bid. I'll say six. And Lloydie? Four. And Bully? You mean Stuart? Yep. Uh, and Stuart, sorry. Uh, I think Victor's had three. Oh, yes, I think ten. <laughs> Victor's had three. Bertrand's, was that one or two? And Fonte, I'm going to go five. And Pete and Stu both get the points. Oh. So two points each for Stu. <laughs> None for me. <laughs> And uh, moving straight into question two, we did we did tricks last week, and I know you guys thoroughly enjoyed that. But, but according to Optus stats, who's done the most flick-ons so far this season? And the options are Benteke, Vardy, Dini, Walters, Gisted, Pella, and Giroud. And it's to you, first beard. Flick-ons. Yes. I have no idea. I have no idea what what a flick on. Well, counted. Just from g- game time, I will go Dini. Okay, and Lloyd. Dini. And Woodsy. Uh, I'm going to say Giroud. And Bully. I'm, I'm same rationale, Dini. Yeah, it's Dini. So only Stu not getting the points there. Well, he's, only he's actually winning by a landslide, beating Gusted, Pelo, and Giroud, who are all third, second, third. But nobody knows what a flick-on is. Uh, how many flick-ons has he done this season, Beard? But uh, what's a flick-on? I will say... Oh, God, I'm going to sound stupid. 120. <laughs> wow. Mate, you do realise the trick question was 13? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And Lloyd? 50. For fuck's sake. <laughs> and Woodsy? 20. And Billy? I've gone with 72. <laughs> Beard gets the points. All right. It's 276. All right, doggy. Yeah. What did you go with, Brookie? 120, was it? 120. Nice. Aver- average for a game. <laughs> I like you, man, but you're crazy. He's on he's on 276 with Goose Dead on 152. And he's concussed. One of the fellas. One of the fellas. <laughs> we left you hanging there, Jim. You did. <laughs> right, okay, question three. 
which team has conceded the most goal attempts from inside the box so far this season? And the options are West Ham, Aston Villa, Crystal Palace, Sunderland, Norwich, Newcastle, Leicester or Swansea. And we're going to Lloyd first. I'm going to go for Sunderland. And Woodsy? Norwich, please. And Bully? Aston Villa. And Beard? Aston Villa. And it's actually Sunderland. Mm, wow. Norwich in second. That's me, yeah? I got a point for that. Yeah, you got a point there. You're on two now, mate. So Stu's on two, Beard's on two, Lloyd's on two, and Pete's on three. Oh. Uh, bonus question for this one. How many goal attempts inside the box have they conceded? And Lloyd, you're first. My God. Um, inside the box conceded 80. Okay. Was it? Oh. All right, okay. Sorry, I was just looking at Pete there, and he was hiding his phone from me. I suspected he was looking up answers. And what, what's on the phone? Yeah, he's doing maths. It's um, a calculator. What, what does Parker say? 80. 80? So they've... Cons- hang on, so this is goals scored inside the box? No, 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 this is attempts oh, conceded. Oh, attempts on goal conceded. Yeah. You shouldn't clarify if he's stupid enough to think that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is winning, James, at the end of the day. He doesn't need any help. Yeah, he's winning, James, in the game. He didn't need any help, Wink. What he said. And this is stupid enough, this doesn't help him. Yeah, thanks for your input, boys. Shut up. Um, I'm going to go with... Jesus. Not wow. Fucking hell, you bleeder. <laughs> Someone's been on the steroids. <laughs> Does it look like it? No. I'm just on my period. God. We're doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flowing like the Red Sea. Oh, God. Incredible. So, Woody, you're I've said it, mate. Sorry, 60. All right, Woody's not coming on. Okay, and Billy? 159. And <laughs> Beard? 145. Ooh. And Pete gets the point. So, actually 261. <laughs> So, so Pete's currently on four, and the rest of you on two. Right. And that get, sends us into question four. Who has been involved in the most aerial duels so far this season? And the options are Giroud, Rondon, Kane, Lukaku, Dini, Gusted, and Vardy. And Woodsy, you're first. Good God. Um, Dini. And Bully? Lukaku. And Beard? Um, yeah, I'll say Lukaku. And Lloyd? I want to say Lukaku, but if he's two points ahead... Uh, I'll just go Lukaku. <laughs> Stu's got it right with Dini. Lippinick. <laughs> i put Stu on three. Senor. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many has he been involved in, though, would he? No, no. Um... Ooh, ooh. Uh, 160. And Bully. 145. And Beard. 145. <laughs> and Lloyd. 161. <laughs> yeah, well done, Lloyd. <laughs> it's actually 340 he's been involved in. Again, winning by, by a long way ahead of Gusted. Who, well, I'm guessing two, a flick-on yeah. is mainly in the head, and he got 200 something for that, didn't he? Uh, he got... For the flip-ons, 276. Yeah. You're so wise, Lloyd. That, that, is, so that is nearly 12 aerial duels per game. The man must be battered. <laughs> he flies. He's an ox, mate. Okay, question five. 
which team has the most goal attempts from outside the box conceded so far this season? So which team has conceded the most goal attempts from outside the box this season? Anyone need me to repeat that again? Well, you, you did start off by confusing me, but then you added in the word conceded at the end, so I got it. <laughs> right, okay. So the options are Crystal Palace, West Brom... Newcastle, West Ham, Sunderland, Arsenal, and Stoke. And Pete, you're first. Palace. And Bid. Temps from outside the box. Yeah. <laughs> West Ham. And Lloyd. Newcastle. And Woodsby. Howey, man. Newcastle Lake. It's actually Crystal Palace, so Pete oh, gets wow. points oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Pete's on five so far, Stu on three, Lloyd on three, Beard on two. Okay, bonus question, how many goal attempts outside the box have they conceded? Bully? Um, uh, He's looking on his phone again, he's cheating. It's a calculator, 87. Okay, and Beard? <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> So what's Howie. that? It's an average of three. Howie, man. Three a game. Uh, I'll, I'll say 95. <laughs> and Lloyd? I'm going to go 350. Oh, wow. And Woodsy? 300. <laughs> and Woodsy gets the point. Howie! <laughs> it's 209. That's bullshit. <laughs> Don't blame the questions. We did that last week. Get Lloyd. <laughs> so, yeah, um, so Stu's on four, Pete's on five, Lloyd's on three. So, Lloyd, you need both these right and for Pete not to get any right. Come on, Pete. If he stops Googling the answers, then should be all right. <laughs> okay, uh, ten games over the weekend, but how many saves were registered on Opta Stats this game week? We'll go to the Beard Man first. How many saves? You've lost anyway, mate. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bat, mate. Brutal, that is. You're playing for pride, rookie. Pride only. Uh, I don't know, 200 saves. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's wrong, um, and Woodsy. Can I just say, can you imagine Chris Tarrant who wants to be a millionaire? I'm going to go for option A. (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) Woodsy? I'm going to say. One billion. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on, Lloyd. I'm going to say there were 45. And Bully? 64. I'll go for Lloyd. 65. <laughs> good good placement there. Lloyd, it's actually 68. Oh, Pete, for fuck's sake, sort it out. <laughs> James, James, I thought last week you said you were going to stop tactical answers. <laughs> that sounded like a tactical answer. <laughs> <laughs> this is on the end question. Oh, right, okay. It's not, it's not a tactical How's that backbone of yours? <laughs> who, who's, who's made the most saves this game week? And Sorry, <laughs> just say that again. Who has made the most saves this last game week? And to save tactical, I'm going to go to Pete first. We'll have to look at the results of the games while you ask the question. Stuart, <laughs> you are anyway. So, Billy? So, what uh, we're looking for here, a team or a goalkeeper? A goalkeeper. <laughs> it's both the same, isn't it? Well, yeah, if I said a team, would that be okay? <laughs> no, you've got to say the goalkeeper. Oh, well, he said they're both the same thing. No, Lloyd, goalkeeper. <laughs> 
You can say whichever you no, want. No, goalkeeper. God. Um, <laughs> happy Hansky. And um, Stu. What was the question? Oh, God. <laughs> Please say he's joking. No, I am. I'm not. I'm... <laughs> Did you make the most saves? Was that the question? Yes. Okay, I'm going to say. Um, oh, I think I might go for. Oh, um, maybe it would be. Um, I'm going to say. Uh, oh, um, Adrian for West Ham United. And. To just have your input, uh, I'll say Adrian as well. And Lloydie. So me and Stu are the same points. I mean, you have someone different. You and Stu are on the same points. Pete is actually leading at the moment. This is to put it to a tie. So if you get this right, and Pete doesn't, why don't you listen? Just listen. You tie. So am I saying the team or the goalkeeper? Goalie <laughs> Lloyd. Winston. He's buying go time. Now go for Butland. Going for Butland. Yeah, it was actually Ospina for Arsenal. Wow, nice. So that turns out that Pete wins the quiz. Oh. So However, However. Well done. Well done. Well done, mate. Ospina, wow. And I, can yeah. I just say what a th- Nine quiz saves. that you do? Can somebody just check that last one just to make sure it's right? Because I've tired about that. It's got a fair point, though, to be fair. Don't question yeah. him. Well, I've, I've just looked at um, Butler, and he's made it. 11 saves, so... Where does it say that? If you type in how many <laughs> saves wrong. Jack Butler make at the weekend. If you go to the arse end of the internet, you'll find a website with that written on. And let's bring it to the end of the Ice Pans quiz. OK, so, just to go through the usual list of places that you can follow us... On Facebook, uh, Fantasy Football Surgery, all one word. The main place to get us is on Twitter, at FF underscore Surgery. Lots of tweeting going on there. Let's have a few more questions off you this week, no matter how outrageous. Um, We are on iTunes, exclamation mark, uh, Fantasy Football Surgery. And also, please join our mini-league. So it's uh, the code, ready to write this down, 256... Hang on, I've got my pen. 323... Hyphen seven eight seven three five three. Good. Okay. Now <laughs> just to say goodbye to the surgery panel, Woodsy. Cookie. And the beard. So hey guys, good luck in your game week. Parker. Au revoir. Iceman. Yeah, see you boys. And it's goodbye again from me, Bully. We'll see you next week. Hi, bird. Is Just say it again, Lloyd. Oh, shit. No. Oh, sorry, Pete, you coming to me? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm, uh, <laughs> oh. Hard work, this, isn't it? <laughs> I've not oh, pulled wait, teeth in a while, but. Question three Which team has conceded the most goal attempts from inside the box so far this season? 
Options are West Ham, Aston Villa, Crystal Palace, Sunderland, Norwich, Newcastle, Leicester or Swansea. And Lloyd, you are first. Great news. I'm going to go for West Ham. Okay, and Woodsy? It's all between West Ham and Leicester. I'm going to go West Ham. And Bully? Villa. Oh, wow. And Beard? What's this? Attempts for inside the box? Yeah. You do realise Villa have had no attempts, period. Did you say no, 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 how many have conceded? Go. Yeah, yeah, how many, how many, how many a team have conceded? What? Oh, that. But we can't go back and change answers, can we? No, we cannot. <laughs> been told in previous books. What the hell? <laughs> James, <laughs> James, 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 <laughs> James. I, I asked it correctly, you guys failed. Oh, so your that point. is tight. That is tight. <laughs> <laughs> that is like that is like Carol Woods that is downstairs. So and, and so yet to beard benefit yeah, from this chat. Yet to answer. Can you just re- just ask the question again? Let's no. just do it all again. <laughs> Coming to you, Lloyd. What's your choice? <laughs> I generally don't know what the question is. <laughs> most, most conceded attempts inside the box. Let's, isn't no, it? most Let's, attempts. Let's do it again. No, 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 no. We're not doing it again. No, Villa. Otherwise, it just this is all going to no. sound pretty silly. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> I quit. I'm this is all going to sound pretty silly. Right, 